welcome to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about our one reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here's Roberta. Welcome to Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes and I'm so happy you're with us today. My dear friends, I don't know why it surprises me so much, but at this point, after almost 10 years of doing this, there are potential new guests and their new books pitched to me every week and often more often than that for Seek Reality, which is, which is, I guess, kind of lovely, but many of their topics are pretty far off the mark for you. I know at this point what most of our, our listeners like. I know that most of you are really learners. If we're going to talk about something new, I know you want it to be something real, something fascinating, and not just something kind of new age flashy. So occasionally I do consider a brand new guest, but only if the topic is compelling, you know, something something that is concrete. And that's why so many of our guests are longtime favorites. People, people will email me and they'll tell me they've loved hearing from this or that person, and they'll say, when are we going to have you know, somebody back that they haven't heard from in a while, or, you know, Mikey Morgan again, maybe, Peter Wright. And today our guest is another longtime friend of Seek Reality. Joyce Stewart is with us for the ninth time. Joyce is a psychotherapist. She's an energy healer. She leads a group of longtime seekers, too. And I read her newsletters, and occasionally I come across something that I think might interest you. And And I enjoy our conversations with Joyce because everything she talks about and we talk with her about is interesting, and it's always well-researched. Today, we're going to talk about conscious creation. In fact, Joyce tells us that every moment of every day of our lives, we are, in fact, in in the process of creating our lives. But unless we're doing that consciously, we might not, we really might not like what we're creating when you think about it, which is, which is something I don't think about, but it brings you up short when you think about that. We're consciously creating these lives. It rings true, though, when you think about it. So let's hear what Joyce has to tell us when she thinks about it and what she thinks we ought to be doing about it, more to the point. Joyce, welcome today, and it's lovely to have you back with us again. Thank you, Roberta. It's good to be back here and be able to share this information with your listeners. Okay, we're consciously, consciously creating our lives. Tell me what that means. Well, what that means to me is, like you already mentioned, whether we're consciously aware of it or not, every moment we are creating our life. And most people create it from what I call an unconscious place through these pre-planned programs that we've been conditioned by society, conditioned by our past to make all of these decisions. And so oftentimes we don't like what we're creating. But conscious creation is where you stop, sit back and say, wait a minute, what do I really want my life to look and feel like? What do I want to create each and every day? And what changes do I need to make in my thoughts and my beliefs and my feelings to be able to create the life that I truly want to live rather than the life that other people in society has conditioned me to live? Oh, wow. Well, all right. That's a mouthful and a half. Um, what... What what does this have to do with some of the some of the new agey things like like um, I don't know some of the like like um, 
the quantum ideas or um, law of attraction. Um, is this the same? This is this the same thing as the law of attraction? It's very similar, but I've got a couple of things that I add to it that I think are important aspects of the law of attraction doesn't uh, discuss in much detail. Um, but the idea is we can either create our life for, like I said, from a past programming, or we can create what we call the quantum field, consciousness that goes by the lots of different names, matrix, universe, spiritual realm. Everybody has their own name for it. We're basically talking about this field of energy, potential energy that we can tap into and create whatever we want to create because everything at its base level is energetic vibrational frequencies. Our thoughts, our beliefs, our feelings, all of those are vibrational frequencies. And so when we choose to get quiet and still, and this could be done through meditation, prayer, silence. There's lots of different ways that people get to this quiet, still point. You're able to tap into your, what people call your intuitive abilities, God source, um, lots of different terms, higher self, and be able to learn and find out what is it, what is for your highest and greatest good. And so you can tap into that and begin to create that for your life. Okay, backing up a step. Um, what if I don't want to create anything? I, I just, I just want to go about my day. I don't want to, I just, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to just get off that train. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe I'm a young mother, um, or I'm just, uh, I'm an accountant. I don't want to create anything in my life. Well, let's define what I mean by create. So most people think create, think manifestation, think, oh, I'm going to create this job. I'm going to create this great relationship. I'm going to move across the country. We think of big things, but reality create can be as simple as how do I want to treat that person at the check-in line at the grocery store? How do I want to respond to my child in this moment? What do I want to fix for dinner tonight? So every, like I said, every moment we are making decisions. And so the decisions can be very small decisions, but they're still decisions that are going to impact our life in some way, either negative or positive, or they can be really large decisions that we're making. Right. But is this attitude sort of if I have a positive attitude, I'm creating a better it's day? More than, it's more of what I call an awareness. It's just being aware of what am I thinking about, aware of what is my attitude right now. Aware of what am I feeling in this present moment? So really becoming consciously aware of our present moment of what we are doing, saying, thinking, feeling, because it's going to okay. impact the next moment of our life. So if I have a positive attitude, I I give myself a better day. Correct. Because you're sending out more positive energy into the universe, and that's going to draw more positive energy back into your life. But if I'm grumpy... If you're grumpy, you're sending much more negative, grumpy energy out into the world. And so that's what you're going to bring back to you. So that's where the law of attraction comes in, where like it likes, like attracts like. Whatever type of energy we're putting off every single day from our energy field, it goes out in the greater energy field beyond us and around us, taps into that quantum energy field, and then brings back what it is we sent out back to us. It's sort of, it's sort of like you, you can't, abdicate your responsibility to to create um, yes and 
many times people don't realize that they have all this power within them. And so they end up blaming everybody for everything that happens to their life. They don't take responsibility for anything. They think the way life is, is everybody else out there is causing their life to be miserable or whatever it is that it is at this point yes. in time. And they don't realize, no, you are actually the one who's creating this life. It's not all the people out there. It's you. So when you learn to take full responsibility for your life, that's one of the stages of creating a much better life for yourself because you're taking control back of your life instead of letting all the people out there make all the decisions for you and then whine and complain about them because you don't like them. Yeah. I mean, I, I know people like that. Everything is somebody else's fault. Yeah. It's, it's quite remarkable that some people think that way. Um, okay. All right. So, so you, this is something that basically no, no matter what you do, you cannot abdicate your responsibility for creating your own life. That is correct. Okay. We've all been given free will. And yeah. Okay. So if you decide you don't like your present life, what can you do about it? Well, the first step is just what you said. It's making the decision. You know what? I don't like my present life. I don't like what I'm experiencing. So then you have to decide, okay, well, what would I rather have instead? And why have I been unable to achieve it? What are the blocks that are preventing me from achieving that life that I really want to have? So you want to start by just making an intention. You know, what is it that I want to shift and change in my life? So that's where that awareness comes in. Okay. And then once you've decided what it is you want to create and you've kind of written down that intention, then you want to what we call infuse that with emotions. So what would I feel like if I were living in the state that I want to live in? What would I feel like if I was in a loving relationship? What would I feel like if I had financial security? Um, what would I feel like if I really love going to work every day? And so then you add the feelings to the intention. And then you start using your imagination. Okay, let me just sit back, close my eyes, and imagine. What does this feel like? What is this experience like that I want to create? So you're creating the experience before it manifests in the physical realm. You're creating it in your spirit. You're creating it in your imagination. You have to create it out in that quantum field first before it manifests in the physical realm. Okay, so so I don't like my present life. I don't have enough money. I wish I had someone I loved. But I imagine it. And I'm, I'm all right. I'm imagining the the extra money and the guy, and I and I and I put it out there that this this better life. This is what you're looking for. But then the next step, and this is the step that a lot of the law of attractions don't tell people. And this is you have to stop and ask, well, what are all the blocks and reasons why I can't create this? Why it hasn't happened in my life first? So block is a belief, a thought, an action, a feeling in your subconscious mind that prevents you from creating something on a conscious level. So I'll give you an example. Let's say I want to manifest a lot of money. But if I believe that if I'm a rich person, everybody's going to want something from me, I'll never be able to manifest a lot of money because I have this fear that when I do, people will want something from me. Oh, Good point. So then I have to go in once I've identified that block and I have to change it. So maybe I would change it to, I always have more than enough money for myself and enough to bless others. Oh. Well, if that's my new belief system, it's going to be much easier for me to become a rich person. And maybe I would write that down. 
So I would write down, yes. when I have enough money, I'll have enough for myself and enough money to bless others. Bless others. So now you you write that and you add that to your intention statement. Uh-huh. And you start believing on that statement. You start visualizing that statement. So instead of visualizing having money and people you know, calling you, dropping by your house, stealing it, different things like that, trying to get your money, you visualize yourself having plenty of money and being able to bless others and writing checks and buying things for people and blessing people. And plenty more. There's plenty more in the bank account. Plenty more to enjoy the life that you want to have. So that's what you're going to visualize. Oh, okay. 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 Now, where is this imagined money going to come from? How do I, do I vision that, envision that too? Well, as you visualize it, what you want to, what I tell people is like, probably once a day, maybe twice a day, you want to sit down and just spend a time creating. So maybe it's just five, 10 minutes, you get quiet and still, you tap into whatever spirit being or whatever, however you tap into your higher self, your intuitive guidance system, whatever that looks like for you, like I said, it's meditation, prayer, stillness, quiet, whatever that is, you tap into that. And then you're just going to ask spirit each and every day, you're going to say spirit or God, you say, is there anything I need to do or not do today in order to manifest this? And then you get very quiet and still and you listen. And sometimes they'll say, yeah, you need to go back to school. You need to talk to this person. You need to go over here or you need to do this or that. And then you follow through and you do that. Sometimes you'll be told, no, you just you just need to wait. We're working on it on the other side. So you want to be yeah. guided by spirit to create what it is you want to create. Oftentimes we're like this doer doer personality. We want to jump in there, and just start doing everything to try and make it happen as quickly as we can. Right. And when we do that, sometimes we put in some resistance energy. Um, we're not in alignment with spirit, and so it either doesn't happen the way we want it to, or it doesn't happen the timing that we desire. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to let go and let God. Yeah. Right. To let go and let God. It's that idea of surrendering attachment to what I desire. I'm not going to try and mentally figure out how this is going to happen. I'm just going to wait and know each and every day spirit is going to guide me to produce and bring this forth in my life in the timing that is best for me. Right. Okay. All right. All right. And and so um, I would, I, what if it's people that you want and not money? You know, the say, um, the, it works for anything. It doesn't matter whether it's people, money, possessions. It really doesn't make what it what it is you're looking for. The pattern you use, the steps you use are going to be the same every single time. So if it's a person you desire, here again, you're going to sit down your intention. What type of qualities am I looking for in this person? What type of person do I feel would be the best fit for me? So you want to spend some time to, you know, thinking through all that, writing it all down. How will I feel when I'm actually in a relationship with this person? What will it look and feel like? Use your imagination. And now what are the blocks preventing me from manifesting this person? And kind of write down what those blocks are and then do the work you need to do to switch and change those blocks. I mean, maybe it maybe you're afraid that um, they wouldn't love you because you're unlovable. How do you get past that? Yeah, that could be one, you know, or, you know, I don't feel like I'm lovable. So no one out there is actually going to love me or want to be with me. So then you want to go back. Well, where did that feeling come from? Where did that thought come from? Did you experience times in your life when people, for whatever reason, showed you you weren't unlovable? You weren't lovable. And so many times when our past, whether it's trauma, different things we've experienced, abuse, we sometimes get the messages that I am not lovable, that I am not worth loving. 
you know, if somebody physically beat you, sexually abused you, harmed you in some way growing up, many times we feel like, well, there's something wrong with me. They did that because there's something wrong with me. And we don't realize, no, there's nothing wrong with you. The problem was that person was not a kind person. And what they did to you was wrong. You might need counseling to get past those. That's what I was going to say. This is when you want to go into counseling to really kind of work through the past and work through all of these beliefs you have about yourself that are self-limiting, that are self-sabotaging you. And you need to clear out those beliefs and uh, switch them over to the beliefs that are going to be empowering for you. And I do deserve to have a loving relationship with a man. Or a woman. Or a man. Right. I do deserve to have a healthy relationship. Right. And so, you know, when we talk about changing these blocks, there's lots of different ways in which we can do this. And sometimes it can be done through counseling. Some people can do it on their own. Um, but I'll just shout out some of these for people to give them ideas. It could be through what's called inner healing, beta healing, energy tapping, EMDR, hypnotherapy, positive affirmations, chakra clearing, prayer, forgiveness, meditation, any of the above can help you shift and clear your subconscious blocks. It's a process. But if we don't go through this process, we keep repeating the cycles of the past. And sometimes you'll see generations of families where there's, you know, drug addicts in every generation. There's poverty in every generation. There's cancer in every generation. There's divorce in every generation because everybody is just repeating these same patterns over and over because they're not living from a conscious place. Cancer comes out of this, too. You, you, you can create or manifest cancer from this as well. Well, you can through genetics. You know, we know things like breast cancer. There's a lot of cancers that are genetics that cause you to give the propensity to have that possibility of getting that cancer. Or a lot of cancers are caused by really poor nutrition. And if you have generations of people eating a lot of junk food, a lot of sugar, a lot of poor nutrition, you're going to see those health issues repeat through the generations. Wow. And so someone has to come along and say, you know what? I'm not going to keep repeating the same pattern. This isn't a healthy pattern for me. So I'm going to back, you know, start creating what I want in the future as opposed to creating from what's been given to me in the past. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the conscious creation comes in. I'm going to stop these patterns of the past and I'm going to find a way to create something different. Wow. So when we talked about this before and talked about about doing talking about this on, on on this program you talked about the six steps to conscious creation correct and creating creating with energy with intention with emotion go, go through those because i thought that was pretty powerful you basically don't have a choice you're either creating with conscious creation unconsciously correct. so it's happened anyway or you take control of it and and you're doing it consciously and you're creating with with you said the first step was you're creating with energy yeah so the first part like it says creating with energy and this is just the idea realizing that everything in life is energy and energy is neutral and we can create whatever we want to out of this neutral energy or this consciousness however term you want to use for it and so this is where you first want to realize I am more than this physical being. I'm an energetic being. I'm a spiritual being. And there's a whole spiritual realm out there that I can tap into to be able to get intuitive insight and guidance into what I need to do for a couple. What do I need to do to stop this unconscious programming? What do I need to do to create the life I want? And what is really God's will for my life? What is in my highest um, good 
that I should be creating for myself and for the world around me. And so when we are creating, we don't want to just create what's in my best good, but we want to realize that we are interconnected with everything else on the planet. So whatever I choose to create, I also want it to bless everything around me and not just bless myself. So once again, we're creating from this greater sense of consciousness outside of just our own being. We are we are energy beings. We are consciousness beings Correct. in our very essence. Yeah, we're part of a family, and we're part of a, a city or a town. Yes. We're part of a country, and we're part of the world. Yeah, everything is created through consciousness, through energy, and so you want to have that bigger picture. That okay, this what I'm creating is it going to impact everything? You know, everything I do and say has a ripple effect on everybody around me, whether I'm consciously aware of it or not. And when we're coming from a state of love, a state of higher consciousness, a state of a higher spiritual being, everything we should do should come from a place of love and what is the greatest and highest good for everyone, not just a selfish need of my own, but just really becoming aware of how of this energetic connection we have and how we use energy and spiritual connection to create what we want in our life. And then the second step was creating with intention. Creating with attention. And this is where you're really going to sit down and ask yourself, okay, what do I want to create? Why do I want to create this? How is it going to benefit me? How is it going to benefit other people? Um, and so sometimes what I, um, I have a statement. Let me see where I wrote it down. This is helpful to say. I desire to be in complete alignment with the flow of information from God's source universe that it may come down into my spirit without any interference. So when I'm trying to decide my attention, I first want to tune into spirit. I want to tune into God. What is it that you would like me to create in this moment in time? Not just what I want to create. So you want your desire, your will to align with the higher, greater will of God. And so this is why we get into the presence of God. We get into meditation. We get into these quiet places where we can begin to commune with God, commune with the higher spirit, and get this higher spiritual knowledge and information. So our attention statement is a really good positive statement for our life and the lives of others. One thing that I've found when when um, I've when I used to give talks to the public, I don't do that anymore. But I very often would tell people people that they they ought to give their lives to God because that's to to me that was the most important thing I think I ever did in my life was to give my life to God that's when my life really opened up but it's so hard for people to do that yes and I finally figured out why because people are so afraid God will want them to go and be a priest or a nun in Africa or something what if what if I don't like what God wants me to do you know yes it gets down to our perception of God, unfortunately, has been tainted by religion, and it's hard for That's exactly to right, Joyce. That God is this loving, wonderful being who's not going to ask you to do anything that's going to cause you a great deal of pain or harm. He wants good for you. God, if God wants God wants what you're going to like a whole lot better than anything you can ever think of. Absolutely. That's exactly right. Yeah. Right. It's been tainted by religion. Religion, we, we, religion is sort of is, wants us all to go be a nun or something. But no, God wants only the highest and most wonderful thing we can ever imagine. So true. But but you're right. Um, so when you're it, thinking about the intention, a lot of people, when they're not doing it from a conscious place, they set intentions based on other people's desires for them, what mom wanted me to do, what dad's expectations were with me. They said it based on how to earn love or approval from other people. 
Right. And you don't want to use that to set your attention. They aim too low. God aims so high. Yes. Now we, the third one is creating with emotion. Um, yeah, and this is what I was mentioning earlier before, is you want to be able to create the emotion. So in other words, if I had somebody knock on my door and I opened the door and they had this beautiful gift for me and I opened it, I'd be so excited and happy and I'm feeling this wonderful emotion. Oh my God, this amazing gift. Thank you. Thank you. It's just what I wanted. And I'd be full of emotion. But if that same person came to me and said, in four months from now, I'm going to knock on your door and give you a gift, I'd have a hard time feeling all those emotions. Because the gift isn't in front of me. It's out there in the future somewhere. Right, right. Conscious creation, I have to begin to feel those emotions as if the gift is right here in my hand, even though I've been told it'll be four months before I receive it. Right. And that sometimes is difficult for people to be able to create these emotional feelings when they don't have the thing right in front of them to stimulate those feelings. And so there's a couple things you can do to help you with that. Um, sometimes you can ask yourself, um, you can think about, okay, let's say I'll use this idea of the gift. When I get a gift, I'm going to feel really excited and happy. Okay. Is there any other time in my life when I felt excited and happy? Oh yeah. I felt really excited and happy. You know, when I found out that I'd, uh, graduated from college or whatever. All right. Let me bring that memory back and let me kind of tune into those feelings. Oh yeah. Now I'm feeling that excitement I had when I was walking on stage and getting my diploma. All right, now let me transfer those excited, happy feelings over to the idea of getting this gift four months from now. So now you've generated the feelings based on something that happened in the past, and you're able to transfer those feelings in your imagination while you're thinking about receiving this gift four months from now. That's one way people can get emotional, bring the emotions up. Another thing is through music. Music is very powerful to trigger our emotions. So is there any song I can listen to that's going to make me feel happy? All right, I'm going to play that song in the background while I'm sitting and visualizing receiving what I want to receive. So I've got these happy feelings um, to infuse with my intention. Because the emotion is important. Another thing you can do is what can I do in this moment to bring up these feelings that I need to have? Well, you know what? When I eat a bowl of ice cream, that makes me feel happy. <laughs> okay, I'm going to eat a bowl of ice cream while I'm thinking about my intention and visualizing what I want to have happen in my future. Because the emotion is important to put into it, right? Emotion is an energy. Emotion is it's kind of what I think about. An intention is a car. The emotion is the gas. If you only have the intention, you're not going to go anywhere. But if you bring the emotions, you fill your tank full of emotions and gas, your car is going to take off and you're going to create and manifest what you want. Right. Right. So the emotional part is a really important component because emotions, once again, are energetic vibrational frequencies, just like thoughts and intentions are. Right. You had to get the ice cream in there somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, 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 it's, it's true. It, you have to you have to put that energy in there. And, and that's very that's very, very important. All right. Creating with imagination. So this is where I talked about where like, you know, once or twice a day, you want to sit and get still and just really close your eyes and visualize yourself experiencing the future that you're creating. And I like to tell people it's best to do this like first thing in the morning or right before you go to bed, because that's when your mind is in a what we call a theta brainwave state. When your mind's in a theta brainwave state, it opens up your subconscious mind so you can change the programming. So if you sit in the middle of the day and try and do with your imagination, you're not going to have the same effect because you're in a wide awake alpha brainwave state. But if you do it right when you wake up, right before you go to bed, 
you're going to be able to make these shifts and changes much faster and you're going to manifest what you're wanting to manifest at a quicker rate. Okay. So you sit there, you read your intention, you feel the emotions, you visualize in your imagination, you see it coming to pass. You see yourself working your dream job. You see yourself living with the, the man of your dreams. Whatever it is you're trying to create, you visualize it. You see it right there as if it's happening in the present moment. And you literally, this, do, doing this literally can make things happen. Yes. Things are going to happen in your life anyway. Correct. Even if what happens is nothing. You can have a big, fat, nothing life. Yeah. So you may as well have a something life. Correct. And and that's that's the point of talking about conscious creation. You're creating something, guys. You may as well make it something wonderful. And you have the power to do that. Because consciousness is all that exists. And consciousness creates everything you see around you. So you may as well make it make consciousness active in your life. You may as well be an active part of consciously creating your own life. That's really what's going on around us now. I mean, I totally buy into this because I can see it's true. I've actually tried it in my, my own life, not nearly enough, I must say. But I totally, I, I, I can see that it works. I wish I had done it more in my own life, but I, that, you know, life is, as, as, as John Lennon said, life is what happens while you're making other plans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now talk about creating without blocks. Okay. So I mentioned just a little bit about this. So um, some of the blocks we have is what we call program interference. So this is like when your belief, your thoughts, your words, your actions are not in alignment. Your thoughts are thinking one thing, but your actions are doing something different. Or your words are saying one thing, but your thought is saying something else. So because everything is energy, it all has to be in alignment. And if it's not in alignment, it's going to be a block. You have a hard time manifesting what you want to manifest. It's like you're sending out a scrambled signal out to the universe instead of sending a clear signal. When everything's alignment, it's a very strong, clear signal out in the universe. And then they know exactly what to bring back to you. Oh, that's so true. other blocks a fear of change a lot of people just have a fear of change it's really scary to change it's like i know my life isn't healthy i know this isn't what i should be doing with my life but you know what it's predictable it's familiar i know what to expect every day and the thought of the unknown that's really scary so i think i'll just keep living the way i'm living instead of consciously create the life i really want remember scarlett o'hara she's gonna always think about that tomorrow (laughs) yeah We a lot of people live like that. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And fear of failure is another block a lot of people have. You know, because I fear I'm going to fail, I'm not even going to try. Oh, so true. Um, Sometimes even fear of success can stop people. I, you know, I'm scared of what's going to happen if I have a lot of money. I'm scared of what's going to happen if I get popular. I'm scared I'm going to lose my my freedom, my, you know, to do whatever I want to. I'm, you know, where there's a lot of fear. I'm afraid that once I become successful, I could lose it all. So there's a lot of fears around success that stops people. That's right. And then the other ones we kind of mentioned, you know, the idea that I don't deserve to have what I really want. It's not safe for me to go out and do what I want to do. Um, I'm scared of what people think about me if I venture out and create this. 
So there's lots and lots of blocks that we have to become aware of so we can shift and change them. Yeah, I mean, I'm a business attorney and I have seen a lot of this in my life in the 500 plus businesses I've worked with in my career. Um, I've, I've seen a lot of, of next generation, uh, you know, sons and daughters who didn't want to be more successful than their parents were because they didn't want to upset their parents. Correct. Yeah. It gets down to that people pleasing. Yeah. And sometimes it's very hard to recognize it in yourself that, that that you don't want to do or try this or that and the reasons why you don't want to try this or that. Yeah, um, we have as humans, we have a way of justifying a lot of the things that we do. And we're scared to look beneath the surface and discover what our real fears and blocks are in life. Yeah. So, so true choice. It's <laughs> really amazing. And it's hard to look in the mirror sometimes. And yeah. frankly... Yeah, how we how we really feel. Quite amazing. All right, this is what I don't understand. Creating while waiting. Well, this sometimes is the most difficult part of conscious creation because once we've done all these things, we have to sit and wait for it to happen. And, you know, we're in this fast-paced culture where we want everything now, 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 and the universe doesn't always bring things now, now, now. <laughs> and so we have to yeah. learn how to wait and how to wait in such a way it's kind of like I think of it when you plant a seed. Your seed is your intention. You're planting the seed in the ground. And if you're not able to create it right away, we tend to pull up the seed to see what's happening, what's wrong, how come, you know, how come it hasn't happened yet. But we have to leave the seed in the ground sometimes for weeks before the plant starts to come up. And then it takes time to grow before we can actually eat the vegetable we're growing. And it's the same way with uh, manifestation. There's a time of waiting and there's a right way to wait and there's a wrong way to wait. So I kind of want to go over the correct ways to wait. So I've got like 16 things that I say to do or not do when you're creating while waiting. The first one is you want to be calm and grateful rather than anxious and complaining. So instead of why is this happening? What am I doing wrong? I'm tired of waiting. You want to say, God, I thank <laughs> you that you're in the process of creating this desire for me. And I don't need to be anxious because I know it's going to come to me in the perfect timing and the best way for me. And so every day you're grateful and you're thankful for what you're creating. You haven't seen it yet, but you know it's on its way. So you want to have an attitude of gratitude rather than complaining and anxiety while you're waiting. You don't want okay. to play man manipulation games. Some people say, well, God, if you really love me, if you're really concerned about me, you would give this to me now. <laughs> right. Or we play those games. Well, God, if you give me now, then I will do X, Y, and Z for you for the rest of my life. Uh, God doesn't work that way. No. Um, so don't play those games. Like we mentioned before, you need to feel worthy and deserving enough to receive what you've asked for. Then you want to begin to organize your life around what you want to manifest. So if I want to manifest a new car, it means, you know what, I'm going to start doing some research on different types of cars. I may be going out to some car lots and drive, test driving different cars. So as you're doing this, you're putting the energy out there showing I am really serious that I'm going to manifest this car as opposed to just sitting back and doing absolutely nothing about manifesting the car, other than doing that one exercise every day of visualizing it. You want to put action now to that visualization. You want to show the universe you're serious about wanting to receive what it is you're going to create. Uh, and if you're looking for a job, you know, maybe what type of job do I want? You know, maybe I'm going to look at some want ads. Maybe I'll put out some applications to put my resume together. 
go out and talk to different people in the profession that I'm interested in possibly going into, learning about the education I have to get to have that career, whatever it may be, you want to start organizing your life around what it is you're going to manifest. Yeah. The next one, um, sometimes it's easier to start manifesting something small. So maybe I'm just going to believe that when I go to the grocery store, there's going to be a parking spot up close to the store. So start by just using your, uh, what I call developing your manifestation muscles. So just look for little things each and every day that you can begin to believe for, that you can begin to manifest. And then when it comes to happen, then it builds your faith to believe that I can actually create something bigger in my life. Okay. Number six, you want to keep your mind focused on the solution rather than problem. So sometimes we're creating and manifesting because we're trying to solve a problem. And if you keep focusing on the problem, whatever we focus on, we are going to create more of. So if all the focus is on the problem, all the issues I'm having with it, I'm just going to create more of that. So rather you acknowledge the problem, but then you focus on the solution. Here's the solution. This is what I focus on. This is what I'm going to create and bring forth to solve this problem. Put the energy on the solution, not the problem. It makes a lot of sense to me. Number seven. You know wow. Indulge in control or manipulation. So this is, oh, poor me, complaining, whining. It's never going to come to pass. Everybody else is getting what they want, but I'm not getting what I want. Here again, that's amplifying resistance energy, which is going to stop and hinder you from receiving what you want. So kind of tied into this is do not resent or be jealous of others who have what you want. So we'll use the car example. I'm doing, I want to manifest this particular car and Sure enough, my neighbor down the street just got one. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm angry. I'm mad. I'm jealous. That's not fair. You know, he got it quicker than I got mine. That type of energy is going to cause resistance and it's going to prevent you from getting your car. Instead, be grateful. Wow, I'm really grateful, excited that my neighbor just got that new car. That is awesome. I'm so happy for them. I can't wait to get mine, uh, but I'm so happy that they got theirs. That's the kind of energy you want when somebody gets what you want before you get it. Okay. <laughs> Here's another thing. Sometimes when we have a desire, we're creating attention, something we want in our life, and we begin to tell other people about it. Some people will say, oh, that's crazy. I can't believe you're going to actually think you can manifest that. Oh, you don't deserve to have this. Who do you think you are wanting to desire something like that? <laughs> we get this type of stuff from skeptics. And what we try and do is then we try and convince them as to why we're going to be able to create this and why we deserve this. That is a waste of your time and energy. Oh my. Just let them be the skeptics. Let them be the doubters. Don't worry about it. You just keep believing and don't waste your energy trying to convince them of what and why you're doing what you're doing. On the other hand, you do want to share your vision with people that will believe in it. So, you know, if you've got people in your life that, you know, are very supportive, and they're excited and they're going to be praying for you. And they're also going to be helping you visualize and see what you want to create. Those are the people you want to share your vision with because they may have contacts, money, or talent that can help you achieve that vision. And once you shared it with them, they're going to be excited and they're going to want to do whatever they can to help you achieve your creation. We're told where two or three agree, amazing things can happen. So share with those that are on your mm -hmm. side and supportive. Do not share with the people that are a bunch of doubters and negative people. Sounds like a plan. It mm -hmm. certainly does. <laughs> When you're feeling discouraged, and you know, we all get discouraged from time to time in this creation manifestation process. This is taking longer than we want. It can get discouraging. And it's okay to acknowledge those feelings of discouragement. 
find someone you can talk to about it, but you don't want to allow yourself to sit there and dwell there for too long. Share it, get it out of your system, and then get back on track of believing that you are capable of manifesting what you want to achieve. You want to spend time, I think I mentioned this with spirit, just every day, what do I need to do and not do to achieve what it is I want to achieve? And then do and follow whatever spirit's guidance is while you're in this waiting period. And if spirit says you don't have to do anything, then don't do anything. Just sit and wait and know that it's coming and be grateful. But if spirit gives you guidance and direction, make sure you follow after that, follow up on that and do what you're told to do. And then whether it takes one hour or 10 years to manifest, you want to continually live in joy and gratitude as if it is already manifested, living in the present moment awareness. So this whole journey of conscious creation is a process, but it's a beautiful process. And we want to enjoy and benefit and learn from the entire process because it's helping us in a lot of different ways to become a better human being. So we don't want to rush the process because all we want is that end result. No, we want the end result, but we also want the experience of going through the process. The experience is just as important as the end result for you. Because through this experience, you are learning to take control back of your life. You're learning to take responsibility for your life. You're learning how to choose consciously. And you're learning how to create the life of your dreams. Perfectly said. Someone once did a study of the of what, what made the difference between successes and failures in life. And you know what the only difference was? What? The successes kept trying. That's right. That was the only difference. Yeah. You don't give up. That was the that that was I was amazed, but I'm not surprised. On the other hand, and the idea is, you know, we're all going to have setbacks on this conscious creation, and when you have the setbacks, you you learn from them. Because yes. here's the thing about conscious creation: while I'm trying to create what I want to create, everybody else on the planet is also creating what they want to create. A lot of people are just letting life happen to them. You may as well be a be a success. And not be a victim. That's that's what you're really telling us today. Absolutely. It's, you're creating something. Yeah, that's your empowerment. You the idea is you you're an empowered God has empowered you to be a powerful individual to create the life that you want to create. That power is within us. We just have to learn how to tap into it and start using it to benefit ourselves and society in a positive and loving way. We don't have to be victims of our circumstances. Since you're creating, you may as well create consciously the life of your dreams. Correct. That's what you're really telling us today, and it's a beautiful message. If people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Um, there's a couple different ways. I've got a website you can go on. It's www.livingfreenow.net. You can contact me via email, livingfree5d as in dog, at protonmail.com. This has been wonderful. You, this is this is terrific. I mean, I think this is a wake up call to everybody. You are creating your life, so create the life of your dreams while you're at it. For heaven's sake, yes. Because you know what, so many people get to the end of their life with a lot of regrets. Yeah, they look back and realize that you know they did not live the life that they wanted to live. They didn't achieve the things they wanted to achieve. And I don't want anybody to get to the end of their life with a lot of regrets. We want to get to the end of life with a smile on their face. Realizing that, you know what, I really thoroughly enjoyed this life that I was given at this time. You, you, you just, I mean, what, what the heck? It, you may as well live joyfully, knowing that whatever, whether you succeeded at the big things or little things, at least you know you tried and you had fun doing it. That's that, right. To me, 
is the most wonderful part of life is trying and having fun doing it. Yes. Big hug, my dear. Thank you so much. This has been wonderful. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity to share this information. Everyone, we've come to the end of our time. This has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. I'm so happy you were with us today. Please never forget, you are a powerful, eternal being, and you never began, you never will end. And when you get what that means, it changes everything in your life for the better. Our guest next week is going to be Sandra Champlain, and she'll be with us for the 15th time. She'll be joining us to celebrate the fact that each of us, Sandra and I, has just passed our 500th podcast episodes. But Sandra cheated. She has two platforms now, not just one. So I it took me 10 years to do it. And it's taken her less time than that. Her career in afterlife education is really on fire and it could not be happening to a nicer person. We're going to sort it all out next week and maybe we'll blow some noisemakers. We'll ring a cowbell or two and we're just going to celebrate. And of course, this week, our guest has been psychotherapist and energy healer, Joyce Stewart. She's been with us for the ninth time, but Joyce is going to catch up. We've been talking about conscious creation. Think about this minute by minute and hour by hour. Each of us is creating our lives. So you want to make sure that the life you are creating is the life you want to be creating. You don't have a choice. You are creating this life and you have the power to to create a wonderful life. So starting today, think about creating the life of your own dreams, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. It's your own choice. You have that power. You have much more power than you can imagine to create the life you want. It's up to you. And you, you can reach Joy. She's happy to help you get started. You reach talk, reach out to me. I'm happy to help you get started. I mean, I, cre- I created this life for good or ill. And frankly, I have no regrets. It's exactly what I want to be doing. I gave my life to God in 2009. Actually, whenever that is, in the April of 2009, April's coming up now. And I celebrate each year the fact that I did it because God had much bigger plans for me than I ever could have figured out for my myself. I'm so glad I did that. And I rec- recommend to you to, that you today do that. Give your life to God. Um, you'll never, ever regret it. Now, of course, it's time once again to mention that Seek Reality Online is your one-stop resource for all things death in the afterlife. Just go to seekreality.com and start to learn for yourself that your reality really, really is eternal. You never, ever are going to end. So that's a lot, a lot of time. You may as well get started now and plan the eternity that you want. And teachingsbyjesus.com is your single source for all the beautiful divine truths that are brought to us in perfect love by the greatest teacher who ever lived, Master Jesus, the eternally risen Christ. Now it really is Jesus' turn. It's about time, don't you think? As Christianity, the religion, finally dies, the genuine teachings of Jesus can finally come alive. Teachingsbyjesus.com is the Lord's own entirely religion-free website made by him, for him, in perfect love for you. And as I'm sure you know by now, my nonfiction books are Liberating Jesus, My Thomas, The Fun of Dying, The Fun of Staying in Touch, The Fun of Growing Forever, The Fun of Living Together, and The Fun of Loving Jesus, Embracing the Christianity that Jesus Taught. For young children, there is the fun of meeting Jesus. You can order all these books through bookstores or on Amazon.com. 
barnesandnoble.com, and most of the adult books are also available as audiobooks. If you want to talk about any of my books or anything at all, just you can always contact me through the green contact block on robertagrimes.com. I answer every email. Just please be sure to give me your correct email address. And meanwhile, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Please enjoy. Please make the most of this coming week in our one reality, always knowing that you are a powerful, eternal being. And you, in particular, in the whole universe, you are infinitely loved. You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Roberta blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Join us every week as we explore what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about the one reality we all share. Knowing the truth changes everything. 